0: Welcome into the Quest for Number 9 podcast. My name is Seth Warner and I'm here to show you Kentucky basketball from a fan's perspective. Today we are recapping Kentucky versus Arkansas. Kentucky won this game 63 to 57 and is now moving to 15 and 4 overall and 5 and 2 in conference. And Arkansas is now moving to 10 and 10 overall and 1 and 6 in conference. This game overall was very close throughout and Kentucky was down down six in the second half. But Kentucky's offense really started to click in the second half, where they scored 39 points, where they only scored 24 in the first half. Both these teams really struggled in the first half offensively. They had practical numbers from efficiency and attempt. But the only difference was Arkansas made two more free throws. That was the reason they were up 26-24. This Arkansas team showed why they're really scrappy and why coming into this year, They were one of the pre-favorites in the conference and one of the top teams in the country. They were coming in, and Kentucky just showed to be aggressive and just really was able to control and come back at the end. And no one doubted they were going to win because they were up by eight or so at the end, and then Arkansas got a quick bucket in that. But I thought overall Kentucky did a good job of being steady. In our last game against South Carolina when we got beat by a bunch, We kind of lost our will to win, but I thought in this game, even though in the first half we were down by 10, we still kept that will to win, and stormed back and ended up outscoring them by a lot in the second half. And the standout guy in this game was Antonio Reeves. Antonio Reeves scored 24 points on 39 minutes with 9 for 20 from the field and 4 for 8 from 3 point range and 2 for 3 from free throw with 4 rebounds, 1 assist, and 2 steals. With three turnovers. Antonio Reeves was just a guy if we needed to give the ball to. We gave him the ball and he just went and got us a bucket. And he just played really well and was really composed. Even when we were down at stretches. And he actually scored 37 points last year at Arkansas. And this is just building on his performances. And being known as someone that will legitimately step up when you're in a big time road environment. And this game was actually played at Bud Walton Arena. This is the home of Arkansas and it's one of the hardest places to play in the country. They're very hard, and they've actually already had another team in the top 10 lose there this year. Duke lost to Arkansas in the SEC-ACC Challenge. And overall, Aaron Bradshaw struggled in this game. He only had one attempt with three rebounds and assists. He ended up with three fouls. He got a lot of those early. He played 12 minutes. Trey Mitchell was really good in this game. He was 3-for-10 from field goal, 3-for-6 from three. One for two from the free throw line with eleven rebounds, two assists, two steals, block, and ten points. He was really consistent and he just made clutch shots after clutch shot. And he was just that guy that will give us presence of a guy that's kind of a mismatch piece. That the bigger guys that are like his size at six nine, bigger guys, he can go around and he'll put in dribble handoffs and will make them feel uncomfortable. And another guy in our rotation was, he came back for his first game in seven games, was Adufiero. Adufiero only ended up playing 12 minutes, was 0 for 5 from field, and 1 for 2 from the free throw line, with 6 rebounds and 1 block and 1 point. He ended up just giving us a little bit of energy in his 12 minutes with the 6 rebounds, and that's just something he does well. And for his first game back, I thought he's done well giving us energy And being just aggressive and getting to the rim. That's one of his strengths is being just a rim pressure threat. And I don't think we have a guy with his kind of physicality. A guy that will go up and just grab boards and will put you on your heels when he's driving. That's like a big 6'8 wing like a dude. And another guy in our rotation was DJ Wagner. DJ Wagner played 35 minutes was 3 for 10 from the field. 0 for 2 from 3 and 2 for 2 from the free throw line. With 1 rebound, 3 assists, and 8 points. This wasn't DJ's best game, but he did a good job of playing off ball, making the right pass. He would have only had 3 assists, but he had a lot more just right pass, right read, and just getting it to the right person on the spot of when they need it. And another guy in our rotation was Uganda Onyenso. Ugana Onyenso played 25 minutes was 3 for 4 from the field, 0 for 1 from 3. And that one, he just had to chuck at the end of the clock. And that was actually Uganda's first ever attempt from 3. And he ended up with 4 rebounds, 3 blocks, and 6 points. He should probably have more rebounds than that, but he still was came out and gave us a lot of energy. Blocked some shot and did a good job of being physical and moving his feet on defense. He gave up a few things where he got blew by or he was just out of position and not getting that block shot where he should when he's sliding over from the weak side when a guard's coming down the lane. That should be a block shot instead of a layup, but he still did good for his 25 minutes while Aaron Bradshaw was in foul trouble. And then another guy that gave us high energy and high minutes was, like usual, Reed Shepard. Reed Shepard played 35 minutes was 5-for-12 from field goal, 2-for-3 from three-point range, and 2-for-3 from free throw. He had four rebounds, five assists, with four steals, and 14 points. Overall, Reed had a really good second half, but he really came out of the locker room energized and just made the right read and did a really good job of creating pressure on the rim and kicking out. He had shovel drives where... Because Trey Mitchell was usually the kick guy, and he was just able to blow by guys because they know Trey Mitchell's a good shooter. And he did a good job of making them, making Kentucky not one dimensional, not just the kick to Trey Mitchell, but he can be a good rim pressure threat. And a guy that was just kind of struggled was Big Z. Big Z only played two minutes with two rebounds. He just struggled to get position and just struggled offensively. In his short minutes, he gave up offensive rebound, gave up position. This was just a really physical and really determined Arkansas team. If you're not ready to play, I don't know. Like Coach Cal says, if you're not going to defend and not be ready for the physicality, you're just not going to get minutes. And the last guy that just kind of been usual, and we'll see if he can, he's done well, better just as a defender, but Justin Edwards. Justin Edwards played nine minutes, was 0-1 from field goal with one rebound, one assist, and zero points. He overall just was kind of sloppy with the ball at times and was just inconsistent with a few bad reads, but still did a pretty good job of moving the ball and defending the ball pretty well. And he still, I don't think he could be that lead guy that a lot of people thought he would be coming in the year, but I think he could still be a really solid wing defender coming off the bench. And him and do being those defensive stoppers. Just because he is so athletic and has so many skills. He could be maybe a guy that shoots the ball from three pretty well. Just to where they have to respect it. And can get to the rim a little bit. And can handle the ball. But his main job is being able to spread the floor. And being able to defend. And moving on to Arkansas. Arkansas was really balanced overall. They had... Everyone except one guy scored that was in their rotation. And he only played two minutes. And they had three guys with double figures and two guys with seven or more. And they had two different guys. Each had 11. That was. Sherman Mark. He had 17 points. He's averaging 17 points. Four rebounds and one assist on fifty percent from the field. He's a really good slashing wing, at six foot six, one hundred eighty-five pounds. He's not. He's a good shooter at like thirty-seven percent. Last year he wasn't a great shooter, at thirty-two percent. But he's been improving, some of the shooting and stuff overall. But this Arkansas team was just really aggressive on defense and just really gave Kentucky a lot of problems. And overall. They were able to rebound the ball well. They out rebound Kentucky 44-39. And Kentucky just never was able, especially in the first half, to get an offensive rhythm. And even at the end, we became a little bit stagnant wanting to seal the game. But I think we're starting to find our plays and our sets for the end of the game to know who we want to go to and how we want to play at the end of the game. Now Kentucky will be playing on Tuesday, They'll be playing at home against the Florida Gators. Kentucky's already played Florida once this year, and that game was going down to the wire at Florida in the swamp. And Kentucky just was able to crunch out that game against a very good rebounding team that is Florida that's averaging 44.7 rebounds a game,
1: while Kentucky's
0: averaging 38 rebounds a game. And this Florida team will give us another test of our physicality. While they're averaging, their points have gone up a lot since last time we played them. They're averaging 85.4 points a game. Kentucky is averaging 88.5. While that number has came down a little bit of our down games against South Carolina and against Arkansas, Kentucky hopefully can just create some offense and be able to have that home crowd behind us and let's see if Kentucky can just keep up the consistency offensively because defense has gotten better I feel like especially like the first half we're able to contain the dribbles in the Arkansas game and this Florida team has several really good guards like I talked before Walter Clayton Jr. he actually played at Iona and he was one of these transfer guys that are really talented and really experienced He's a junior guard that's been averaging 16 points a game, and he had 23 against Kentucky last time they played. And overall, this Florida team's just very physical and a great rebounding team. And they have one guy that averages 8.2 rebounds, but it's not just one guy. They have multiple guys that give you at least four rebounds. And overall, this Florida team will just test our physicality, like I was saying, and make us defend them and last time we were playing them they shot the ball absolutely the lights out they banked actually a few in and let's see if Kentucky can just contain the ball and play and make them shoot like they did in Gainesville last time we played Florida because I don't think they'll be doing that on a consistent basis and Kentucky is averaging 9.8 turnovers a game while Florida is averaging 12.9. That means both these teams are pretty good at not giving the ball up. Kentucky's a little bit better, but their numbers have been getting a little higher than we would like. Like, we had a 13 turnover game, but in our last game against Arkansas, we only ended up having nine. And this Florida team, like I was saying, is their best attribute is their guards and their rebounding. That's their two strengths. And let's see if Kentucky can just contain and be able to make it hard on them at the rim and just make it uncomfortable for all of these players. And they have a very balanced top with a few different guards and forwards with their top two scores guards. The Walter Clayton and Zion Pullen, he's averaging fifteen points a game. And then one of their main guys in the front court, Samuel, is averaging thirteen points per game. And then Richard, that did a lot of damage when they played against Kentucky, did not do that well. He's been averaging 11 points per game. And let's see if Kentucky can just keep this offense contained and make them run up and down with Kentucky. Because Kentucky is the faster and more athletic team. I think this game will end up being, the final score will be 90-80. to 80. I think Kentucky will be able to keep them under their season average and be able to just control the pace. And I like some of the things we've seen defensively better. That we've been able to contain some of those big Arkansas guards that like to get to the baseline and like to attack. But I think overall Kentucky was still able to contain the ball at a reasonable pace and be able to create turnovers. I think Kentucky will be able to challenge their physicality and let's see if they can be able to answer and build on that win against Arkansas. That's all from the Quest for Number 9 podcast. My name is Seth Warner and see you next time.